Happy Monday. Coming up today on Locked On Golden Gophers, Minnesota basketball loses a player and gets one too. Gabe Kalsher is officially out. He's headed a couple of hours down south to Iowa State. We'll talk about that a little bit, but focus mainly on the positives. Ben Johnson did get another commitment out of the transfer portal over the weekend in New Hampshire transfer Sean Sutherland. We'll talk about his game and what he brings to the Gophers today. It's a Monday edition of Locked On Golden Gophers to start off the week. Welcome into the show. Nate Dickinson with you here on Locked On Golden Gophers. It's everything you need to know about the Minnesota sports teams every single weekday, right here as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Our show today is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 over at builtbar.com. We'll tell you more about Built Bar a little later on in the show. Coming up in the show, we'll talk more about Gabe Kalsher leaving Minnesota and Sean Sutherland coming to Minnesota from the transfer portal out of New Hampshire. We'll talk more about him and how he got to the Gophers as, well, the main part of our show here today in just a little bit. But that is the biggest news topping things from over the weekend as we start our recap of the weekend in Minnesota sports. Sean Sutherland, uh, again, transfer from New Hampshire, six foot five, comes into Minnesota. We'll play on that wing. We'll talk more about his game again later on in the program. A winner over the weekend on the golf course for Minnesota. While the Masters took place over for the pros, Angus Flanagan won the Boilermaker Invitational over in Indiana. The Gophers finished third as a team. Flanagan shot three under on Sunday to win the individual title. And of course, still impressed as one of the best golfers the Gophers have ever had. Again, Gabe Kalsher has decided to leave Minnesota basketball. He had entered the transfer portal before, but as of over the weekend on Saturday, he is officially out choosing Iowa State over Minnesota and other schools that he had talked to. Kalsher, unlike other players who had entered the portal, said he would heavily consider Minnesota in his team to possibly go to, or in the Gophers' case, come back to, but he ends up deciding to go another route, heads over to Iowa State, and will be a few hours now south of Minnesota, but out of the Big Ten as well, and while there were some speculations he could go to Wisconsin earlier last week, I'm sure Minnesota fans are at least happy to see him not have to be a threat on another Big Ten team next season. So Kalsher gone, Sutherland in. That's what we're talking about today. Let's move on with other sports news here in Minnesota. The Hobie Baker Award given out to Cole Caulfield over the weekend. Jack LaFontaine of Minnesota Hockey did not win. He was a finalist. But he did pull out the win in the Mike Richter Award as, Col as NCAA's best goalie. He was one of three players named to All-American teams over the weekend as well for Minnesota Hockey. LaFontaine and Sampo Ranta were named to the All-American first team. And Jackson Lacombe named to the All-American second team as the Gophers honored over the weekend. In sports, again, Jack LaFontaine, the winner of the Mike Richter Award for college's best goaltender. In other sports news, it's official now. Dave Thorson and Jason Kemp have been officially hired as assistants on the Gopher basketball team. We already told you more about them last week, so we won't go more into it. It had been reported earlier in the week, but now it's official, signed on the dotted lines. Those guys will be under Ben Johnson. And to wrap up our news from over the weekend, Sarah Bacon up for another major award. The all-time great diver for Minnesota Gopher diving is now up for the Honda Sport Award makes her eligible for the Women's Collegiate Athlete of the Year Award, given away at the end of the year. She was named a finalist for the Diving 
section of things. Each of 12 women's sports sends one nominee to hopefully get that Athlete of the Year award. There are some scores from over the weekend to tell you about in Minnesota Gophers news. Gophers soccer had its season come to an end yesterday. A 2-0 loss to Iowa in their NCAA regional. Gophers moved on after Nebraska had COVID-19 issues last week. So they faced off against Iowa to try to continue the season in the NCAA tournament. But that's about it for the Gophers on that end. They lose 2-0 and unfortunately are one and done in the NCAA playoffs, despite getting on to a second round. Elsewhere over the weekend, the women's tennis team lost at Penn State 4-3 on Sunday. The softball team was outstanding over the weekend against Northwestern. The girls swept Northwestern in four straight games, winning the final one 2-1 on Sunday. Northwestern, as we mentioned last week, the best team in the Big Ten going into the weekend, a top 25 team, and the Gophers putting their name on the map with four wins over Northwestern in that weekend series. Good job by them. And Minnesota, maybe they're the best team in the Big Ten right now. Certainly playing like it, at least it seems. The men's tennis team also faced off on the road in Wisconsin over the weekend. Picked up a 4-3 win. Always love to win those border battles. The baseball team did not have as much luck over the weekend against Iowa. On Sunday, at least, they played a doubleheader and lost both games 6-1 and then 18-0. The final score against the Hawkeyes. Finally, Brittany Haas won the women's 5,000 in the outdoor section of the Indiana cross-country track meet number two. We named it for you last week. They had a weird name for it. Point is, Bethany Haas was the lone champion for the girls or boys. She, again, wins the 5,000 meters in the women's section as she, well, just continues to win. It's not her first time on the podcast. Won't be her last time hearing her name on the podcast either. She's really good. That's a look at what went on over the weekend in Minnesota Gophers sports. Nothing on the sports calendar for today for the Gophers, but we'll talk in a minute about what's coming up in the future for Gopher basketball. Gabe Kalsher is gone, headed off to Iowa State. We'll discuss that later, but first, we'll talk about the guys who will be on the floor for the Gophers, specifically the newest member, Sean Sutherland. He's a transfer from New Hampshire, and we'll break down his game in just a minute, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Well, now that you know everything you need to about, well, the Gophers and all of their sports, you can go and bet on them at betonline.ag. BetOnline has everything that you might need to bet on, from sports like basketball and football, the easy ones, to those lesser-known sports, too, if you're just that much of a degenerate and you want to bet on the overseas stuff overnight, or even if you're just a TV watcher, want to bet on, like, The Bachelor or Bachelorette or the award shows, the Oscars coming up. Any of that you can bet on over at betonline.ag. You can sign up right now and even get some free money to play with, too, using our promo code Locked On. Again, go to betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On when you sign up, and we'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So get some free money and then use it to make some real money over there on betonline.ag. Again, you got nothing to lose by going to sign up and getting your free money cashed in with the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag, our place to go for everything in our sports betting world. Nate Dickinson back in here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. 
Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's talk a little bit about Sean Sutherland as Gabe Kalsher leaves the Minnesota basketball program officially over the weekend. That's a hard one to swallow. We talked about it a little bit last week. We'll discuss it a little bit more now that it's official in just a moment. But to kind of ease those pains, the Gophers also got another transfer commitment over the weekend. Ben Johnson's fourth, and he's been working quick. You got to give him credit for that. And Sean Sutherland, now a New Hampshire transfer, but Minnesota native from Irondale, comes in and will join the Gopher team too. But who is Sean Sutherland? Well, let's give you first the bit of a bio because he has a bit of a storied past. Six foot five, as we mentioned, from Irondale, Minnesota. He sat out all of last season for New Hampshire after a hip surgery and had to go the whole way. But in 2019 and 2020, when he was able to play before the season was stopped, he averaged 12.8 points per game and more than nine rebounds per game as well. He described coming into the Gophers team as a dream come true, he told the Star Tribune. Ended up playing two seasons at Sheridan College in Wyoming after he left Minnesota in Irondale, then went to New Hampshire. And now, with the ability to transfer and without really any repercussions, he'll leave New Hampshire to come to Minnesota and play for his home state team. Like others coming in, it's a story of a guy getting his shot. This is someone who, again, grew up in Irondale, Minnesota, had to go to a small college in Sheridan College in Wyoming before even being able to jump up to a D1 school in New Hampshire. And now he gets to play in the Big Ten. These are the kind of stories that Ben Johnson is bringing in right now. Minnesota natives, guys who know Gopher basketball, grew up watching Gopher basketball, and over the course of their playing careers have earned the ability to be able to now play for Gopher basketball too. It's the kind of sales pitch that's easy to make, and Ben Johnson's made it a few times now. You fought hard. It started here in Minnesota. You've earned the ability to have a chance to come play for Minnesota in a spot where a lot of these guys, I'm sure, were never thinking they would ever play Big Ten ball. When you commit to a mid-major or even a D2 school or D3 like these Minnesota coaches are going after now, I don't know if you think about, oh, well, eventually I'll just transfer out and play in the Big Ten. Maybe some guys have that goal and some guys are, are trying to get to that path, but I don't know how many guys actually go into a small school thinking that, oh, one day I'll be playing in the best conference in college basketball on the team that I grew up watching. Sean Sutherland's that kind of story. He's not the only kind of story like that that's come out of this transfer portal to Minnesota. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's not the last either. Ben Johnson was brought in to recruit this state. He has his sales pitch. Hey, you've worked hard. You have a chance to come play for this team, your hometown team. Why don't you come and take it? A lot of guys are, and Sean Sutherland's one of them. But let's talk more about just his game himself and not just why he comes to Minnesota. What does he bring to the roster? Well, we looked at some tape, as we do with every single player who comes in for the Gophers or who Minnesota's really looking at. And Sean Sutherland's a guy who... Again, we don't have anything from this year since he was out all season. I looked at some stuff from both in 2019 and a little bit from the 2019 and 20 campaign from New Hampshire. And I got a little bit of a look at just who he is. Sutherland's a guy who drives strong to the rim from outside. He's someone who plays on the wings, but 
have no doubt his scoring is done on the interior. Whether he gets downhill, in which he's probably most effective. When he has that step on a guy, it seems like he's able to get around any first defender without a doubt. And he goes up strong to the rim if that help defense does come. He's a physical player. Someone who will not try to shy away from the contact or work around your defense to try and get a layup in. He's going right at you. Bodies are hitting bodies whenever he goes up for a shot. I don't know if there will be a foul called ever every single time, but you have to know that he's coming in hard, and that's what he does best. He's an athletic player. He obviously has the strength to be able to go up that strong all the time in D1 basketball. He has good leaping ability. There were some highlights we saw in the tapes that we looked at where he was receiving alley-oops and able to also toss him up to. He has that ability to find the open guy on the other side of the court if he is able to get by his man and the help side comes. He has that ability to look for that guy, but he is someone, at least through what I saw, who likes to be able to go up and try and get that contested lay-in to go. So that was one of the concerns maybe that I had was that maybe this guy won't kick out as much as I would like and will try to go up strong on his own himself. But again, I'm just looking at highlight tapes and mixtapes and stuff, so obviously he's going to be shooting the ball more than passing it in those things. So maybe I'm off by that, but there is reason to believe that he's not going to be the most generous of passers. At six foot five, you'd consider him a wing, but he turns the ball over a lot. Four times per game. The last full season he had in 2020 with only two and a half assists per game. That's not a good ratio if you want to do some quick math. And again, he's a scorer and a rebounder. He's a six foot five guy that I would say is like, like they have the stretch fours. He might even be like a stretch three. Like he's a guard size, but all of his stats point to him being like six, seven, six, eight. He's six foot five. So he's someone who's bigger than he is. He's going to help the Gophers in rebounding, which obviously Minnesota needs right now heavy. And we'll see what he can end up doing on the outside of, of it, too, because I'm most concerned about the selfishness and trying to go up too much. And also, how much will he be able to do what he did at New Hampshire in the Big Ten? Because there's no three-point shot there. Shot 25% from three, only took one three per game his last full season. Maybe that's developed. I don't know. But if this guy's going to be a primarily inside factor, I just wonder to try and figure out how does 6-5 translate into the Big Ten being an exclusively inside factor compared to at New Hampshire. That's maybe my biggest concern about the guy coming in. But the biggest takeaways, he's fast, he likes contact, he can soar through the area. as a good hang time, I wrote down, when he goes up and jumps. And a good first step, too, that can get him by guys that it makes him a threatening score. Again, you don't really have to guard him tight on the perimeter. But you are going to have to worry about what he can do, slashing and off-ball and things like that. He's not an on-ball guy. He's not someone who, like a couple of the other guys Minnesota's looked at, is just creating his own shot all the time. But you need off-ball guys, too. And there's no doubt in my mind that a guy like Sean Sutherland can provide that kind of utility piece where he's scoring maybe double digits again if he has the opportunity for Minnesota. But that rebounding, too, will really, really help at times, I think, for the Gophers. And his ability to be just that kind of scrappy guy. That scrappy guy that's physical all the time and is able to make plays and really just be a body. Because, again, that's what Minnesota needs more than anything else is bodies. That, I think, will really help the Gophers. But we'll see what happens again. There's a whole lot of roster spots to be filled before we start to really get into 
what role each player will have. We can talk about like what guys can do, but until the roster is a little bit more complete, I have a hard time kind of visualizing where each piece fits in exactly, at least best in my head. So we'll talk about that more when more players get in here. But that's just a look at Sean Sutherland. Again, transfer from New Hampshire, a Minnesota native, getting his chance to play for his Gophers. When we come back, we'll talk more about the player who left Minnesota officially over the weekend, Gabe Kalsher. We discussed what would happen if Kalsher left last week, so not a huge amount of time to spend on it. But again, a Minnesota native, a guy who went to Ben Johnson's high school, who decides to not play for him. We'll talk a little bit more about what his departure means now that he's officially gone in just a minute here on Locked On. Well, we've told you about Built Bar. Built Bar madness was all throughout March, but Built Bar, while the madness is done, the great stuff they're doing is far from over. Built Bar comes out with new flavors all the time that we tell you about. They're sending us new flavors all the time. I can't keep up with them. And you can try out the great tasting protein bar right now, too, by heading over to BuiltBar.com. These things have the protein out of every other protein bar that you would normally have. The lack of sugar, lack of carbs, it's the healthy stuff that really all the protein bars have. I'm not selling you there. I'm selling you on how good these things taste. Built Bar is outstanding. Again, they have so many different flavors that while a lot of them are going to sound weird to you if you go on the website, they're not trying to be generic. They're trying to find that one like specific flavor that really, really hits your taste buds good. Uh, my mom's one was the coconut brownie something it's called. Again, the coconut brownie crunch, I believe you can find it on their site. But they're all so great, and you're going to find a flavor that works perfectly for you. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off when you try it out over at Built Bar. Locked on Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson with you here. Going to finish up the show talking a bit about Gabe Kalsher. Now, he's off the Gopher basketball team officially. We had talked about it before, but now that it's done, done, we'll discuss a little bit more just how big of an impact that's going to have not having him on the floor for Minnesota next year. But I want to start by, of course, telling you about our Locked On NFL Network's podcast, Shifting Into Draft Mode. It's April. And on April 19th through the 26th, you can tune in to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. It's going to be a great mock draft with all sorts of stuff to talk about. I may even make an appearance myself to discuss Rashad Bateman. So go ahead and go ahead and give them a follow and Stay up to date if you want to, of course, keep up to date on everything going on with the draft. There's not going to be a lack of coverage over here at Locked On this month, that's for sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about Gabe Kalsher before we go here. And I don't have a whole lot of time, and I don't want to spend that much more time talking about Gabe, because we did talk about him last week. And he's a guy who, again, leaves Minnesota in a bit of a perplexing state. Because unlike all the other transfers, Gabe Kalsher had a special kind of connection to this new coaching staff. He went to De La Salle, the high school that Ben Johnson went to. He was going to be even more of a leader on next season's team than he was on this year's team. And he was one of the biggest leaders on that team as well. If he had stayed at Minnesota, he would have been the number one guy. Maybe not the number one scorer. Who knows what happens there? 
But as far as just leading this team, it's Gabe Kalsher's team if he stays. And I thought Johnson would be able to do what he's done in the transfer portal to keep Kalsher here, sell them on being able to say, hey, this is a Minnesota team now. This is a team that Minnesota fans know the players for. It's not the same kind of talent that we had before. No doubt about that. I don't think Johnson can argue that these guys he's brought in can replace Marcus Carr, Liam Robbins, and everybody else. But Johnson was able to bring, I thought, a pretty good pitch to the table for Gabe Kalsher. And Gabe Kalsher even said when he went into the portal that I'm not done with Minnesota. I'm still going to look there too. So I thought there was a decent chance Kalsher would stay. Obviously, you don't enter the portal if you're not having questions. But I thought that there was a good shot he would look around and end up deciding, you know what, this is my home. I want to stay here and finish this out. And he does stay close to home, only a few hours south down at Iowa State. But he's out of the Big Ten, that's good for Gopher fans. And again, Gopher fans give him tons of praise over the weekend. Gopher Twitter cannot always be so kind, but people really did appreciate what Gabe Kalsher brought to this team in the end. And that's kind of what I want to appreciate to end the show too. The Gopher basketball team lost its best defender over the weekend officially. Lost the player that would have been the leader of this team next season. But the fans weren't all that upset about it. Because quite honestly, the fans had spent enough time being upset at Gabe Kalsher. He, he was the best defender on this team this season. It became obviously most obvious down the stretch when he wasn't there and the Gophers couldn't stop anybody. And again, he got a lot of heat from Gopher fans just for not shooting the ball well while also playing good defense. It wasn't always as obvious that he was such an impactful player on that side of the ball as it was at the end of this year. So a lot of Gopher fans would look at box scores and say, why is Gabe Kalsher out there? Why is he able to keep playing when he's shooting such a poor percentage? And I was included in that as well. You can go back and find the tapes if you want of me saying, hey, maybe it's time to get Gabe Kalsher on the bench a little bit more. I should have appreciated it his defense more than I did before it became obvious. A lot of people should have. And the Gopher fans, I think, at least over the weekend, did give him that recognition as he said goodbye. Because I saw a lot of just thank yous and always giving effort kind of things from people. This was a fan favorite kind of guy. They loved it from a hometown player, and now someone else gets to love it, down in Iowa as he plays in the Big 12. I urge you to, again, be mature in this one. He's not staying in the Big Ten. That helps us out. Don't say anything mean to Gabe Kalsher on the way out. But honestly, I think everyone's been pretty great. It's sometimes a little bit unexpectedly great at how thankful and grateful they were at the time that Gabe Kalsher put in, at least from what I saw online so far. Maybe I'm missing a lot of stuff, and I'm sure there's mean stuff that I could find if I wanted to. But overall, I think Gopher fans have realized how much Gabe Kalsher meant to that team. And I think that's a nice little parting gift for him as he goes off, at least knowing that at the very end, people understood how much value he brought to the Minnesota Gophers. That value now has to all be replaced. Sean Sutherland will be doing part of it. The three other transfer Ben Johnson has will do some of it too. And he'll be trying to bring in more names, I'm sure, as the weeks continue. And as we end our first episode of the week, be sure to stay tuned in to Locked On Golden Gophers all week to stay up to date on anything that if and when and can and will happen here with Minnesota. Until tomorrow here on Locked On Golden Gophers, roll the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson with Locked On.